Josh Rogers. I am Brian Hare. And we are here for another edition of the Jigsaw Podcast. We are your favorite Casa Negros, where we talk about all of the things, but particularly we talk about the perils, yep. the praises, the productivity, and the proper circumstance of being black millennials trying to navigate this thing called life. Brian, yes. how are you? Uh, it's a great day to be black. Oh, yeah. Um, we are here in the same place, Hi. which is great. Look at us. Look at us. Look at us. Look at us. <laughs> You can, you can see us, right? <laughs> uh, so that's great to be in the same place. Um, you know, COVID had us in a different place, had us bound. Uh, but we are here together, your favorite Costa Nicos, in one place. One, one place. Accord. One band, one sound. One, one Christ, one baptism. I, na, 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 see. <laughs> Glory <laughs> to God. <laughs> Woo! Don't do it. It's, it's, we're, we're marching. To uh to uh to Easter coming up at some point because he got he died so he can get back up. You got up so I can get up again. That's yeah. what Travis Green he, said. He did say that. <laughs> I think we might need to do a Pentecost. On his last we're gonna do a Pentecost album. episode. We're gonna <laughs> do a Pentecost. I'm gonna speak in tongues the whole episode. <laughs> we should. I'm not about I'm about to be the whole episode. It's gonna be the whole episode. in tongues. What's been going on? I'm good. Um, I think you already know. For those that don't know, listeners may not know, my grandmother passed away uh, uh, recently. Rest up. Uh, so definitely rest up to my rest grandmother. Uh, great woman. Matriarch. Pomona legend. Pomona legend. Pomona legend. Uh, so she passed away recently. So our family is definitely grieving. So I'll keep our family in, our, in your prayers. Um, I should be having to go to California at some point. I don't know. You know, black people, we have funerals. We'll let that body sit. That body be sitting. Can right we right give a point of joy with grandma real quick? Okay. Can you remind us how she left your voicemails? <laughs> she did leave voicemails. She's giving her full government name. <laughs> she used to send me birthday cards and sign her full government name. She's like, like, Brian, this is your grandmother, Dorothy Kumar. I'm like, grandma. I know. You're my only grandma. Like, come on. I know, I know this. Yeah. And you, you're only living grandparents. So, like, you don't have to say your, your grandma. All like, I know who you are. I know your phone number. We have caller ID these days. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, she had cornrows at one point. She had a jerk curl for the longest time. <laughs> black, uh, black. Uh, she used to smoke. She used to cuss. Um, really, one time she was <laughs> on Facebook Live. <laughs> she accidentally went on Facebook Live. <laughs> it's probably out there somewhere. Too. I'm gonna find it. It's somewhere in, that in the internet. That funny, man. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, oh. shout out to my grandmother and uh, one of the greatest women I know. Uh, I'm not gonna say known, I know, mm-hmm. uh, and I mm-hmm. do love her. I appreciate her. Mm-hmm. For everything she's done, I uh, wouldn't be the man I am today without her. So I do uh, appreciate her. So rest up, even though it's not in the, the, that part of the show. For sure, definitely rest up to uh, Dorothy Kumar, uh, my grandmother who just passed away. And that's writing theme with Black Women's History Month. Yep, because that's who we celebrate. Mm-hmm. And I want to celebrate not necessarily. A particular woman, like one particular, I think I want uh, to celebrate women. Okay. A community, she is a community legend in most black communities. Yeah, that's true. And I'm talking about the candy lady. Black communities yeah. wouldn't be the same yeah. without a candy lady. Every house, mm-hmm. you had a candy lady. Everybody had a candy lady. Every house, every house. There was a house on every block, rather, yeah. with a candy lady. She yes. had the 25-cent candy, the mm-hmm. penny candy, mm-hmm. the pickles. Um, if you was in Memphis, 
the pickles had either the pickles might have had a nylator in them or a peppermint mm-hmm. stick in them. Those cost a little bit more. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Or you get you a bag of Cheetos and you put your rotel inside the bag. Ain't no container. It's just mm-hmm. inside on I've your hot flaming Cheetos. I've seen them. You see what I'm saying? I've That's good. It. You know, so shout out to the I don't know who the first ever black candy lady was. Bro. But whoever she is, we owe her. We owe her so much. Right. So there's so much culture. Yeah. In this particular one. Any black women you want to shout out in cultural uh, figures? I'm gonna I'm gonna kind of piggyback on that because okay. that person, they did everything came out of the house. They babysat. Mm-hmm. I'm sure they was running numbers. There was a beauty shop in there. There's a beauty <laughs> shop. They probably were selling that thing in there. Um they was cleaning money. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. It's a candy house. <laughs> um who else is somebody that's black we need to celebrate from in the culture? Um just the mother's board. Can we go churchy? Well, we can go churchy. <laughs> Get the mother's board. I love Jesus. <laughs> he's my savior. When storms are raging, oh, he's my shelter. Where he leads me. Yes, Lord, I will follow. Uh-huh. I love Jesus. He, he loves, loves me. me. That's it. So the mother's board, you know, yeah. without, without the mother's board, uh, we wouldn't be here today. Mm-hmm. We would be just be chewing gum. Black stock is white shoes. <laughs> Black stock is white shoes. <laughs> so women, women this month, if you can, this just at least one Sunday this one month. One Sunday. Put on some stock and a slip. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and a slip. In honor of the mother's board. Mm-hmm. In, uh, and don't wear no red lipstick. No. Mm-mm. Just gloss. No, and don't be too gl- Matter of fact, just Vaseline on your lips. Right. No Jessica. <laughs> just Vaseline. Just Vaseline. Vaseline. Just Vaseline. Right. All right. I got a song of the week. Okay. It's a little theatric. Okay. It's, it's perfect because we're on camera. Yes, uh, it's, and it's in thing. Okay. <clears throat> we are a family like a okay. giant tree. That's in thing. Mm-hmm. Branching out toward the sky. We are a family. We are so much more <laughs> than just you and I. We are a family like a giant tree growing stronger. Growing wiser, we are growing free. If we need you, cause we are a family. What well, didn't Evie go uh, after all that? What about me? <laughs> <laughs> What, what about, about what's best for me? <laughs> As he said, it's more than you. It is more than me. Whatever dreams we have, they're for the family. <laughs> We're not alone. You can have to start anymore. Now there are others. That is We Are Family by, I forget old boy's name. Um, um but it's from Dream Girls. From Dream Girls. It's from Dream Girls. Dream Girls mm-hmm. soundtrack. So look that up. Shout out to that. Um, Brian, that's all we got. That's been said on stuff. Except you ready to move on to the Blessed Report? I'm so ready. Talk some black excellence. Let's, Let's do, do it. All right. We're here at the Blessed Report where we always, 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 it's always Black History Month, always Black Trailblazers Month. We always patronize the folks who, you know, in the black community are doing great black things and we are always doing great black things 365, mm-hmm. uh, 24-7. So we're excited about that. So it is a Women's History Month and to celebrate women. We always celebrate women on this podcast. For sure. Uh, so this month, we're always, every every week, we're going to be highlighting specifically 
um, black business owners of you yes. know, women, right? Yes. So this week we are going to be celebrating or blessing up Simply Since by Shan. Simply Since by Shan, uh, sim- excuse me, Simply Since Candle Company CEO makes sense of entrepreneurship real quick. It's vibrant, creative, dedicated, and passionate are not only words that describe Houston native Shaquinta, Shaquita, Greg's black, great, strong, <laughs> black. You never shut anything. <laughs> uh, yes, Shaquinta, Shaquita, Shan, Shanquita. Yes, Shanquita Greg's. Yes. yes, yes. But they also transcend and embody her products at, and as a result, her company simply since Candle Company. Fourteen years ago, Greg started making her own candles in her grandmother's kitchen. That's black. Grandma's hands. Right. <laughs> and sold them out of the trunk of her car. She out uh-huh. here peddling candles out of the trunk. That's so black. Like Nicole selling fish plates outside her trunk after the concert. Bro, <laughs> this is black. This and this ain't black. This is the <laughs> this black. Is this black. Is black. I love this. I love it. I love all of this. Keep after September mix tapes is <laughs> right after September 11th, losing her job as a flight attendant for United Airlines catapulted her into entrepreneurship. Mm-hmm. After watching a holiday episode of Martha Stewart reminisces, Greg, I've decided to take. $467 paycheck and invested in myself. I have the opportunity to do something that I love every day. I have gone from a $467 paycheck employee to a very successful business owner. Um, she definitely credits her entrepreneurial spirit to genetics and her love for math. She goes out there giving back to the community. Yeah. Um, has several different products that consist of triple scented candles, room fragrance sprays, wax melts, oil burners, rediffusers, jelly jars. Electronic burners, bath and body products, everything you can think of simply since uh, by Shan. She got it. Go out there and check her out. You can actually check she her out. Um, the website it. is simply since by Shan.com. That's S I M P L Y S C E N T S B Y S H A N. Dot com. That was a long. You email. know what that reminded me of? What? Web is independent. <laughs> <laughs> the way you were doing it. <laughs> Do you know what that means? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So definitely, definitely, definitely go out there and support her. Uh, at this point, one of the people quoted about her company said that Simply Sense Candle Company has the best handcrafted scented products on the market. The triple scented candles are my favorite. So please go out there. Simply Sense by Shan.com. Bless up to. Shan Shanquinta Shanquita Shanquita is it Shanquita? I don't know. It's black. <laughs> but, Shan Shan. Bless up, sis. Bless up, sis. <laughs> All right, bless up, sis. Bless up, sis. All right, now let's go into the rest up. And uh, Josh, you know. God did not stay the hand of death. He didn't. He let it lose. We lost a legend. We did. We lost a legend. We did lose a legend today. So I'm gonna read the information, and those hopefully you should know. Uh, I'm, I'm gonna ask you know. Josh to give us an A selection in a little okay, bit. Okay. Um, but we're gonna rest up John Brown. So for those that don't know, John Brown or Johnny Brown, as they may call him, is the easygoing actor, comedian, and singer best known for portraying the housing project superintendent Nathan Bookman on Good Time. What other nicknames do they give him? Buffalo Book. Buffalo Book. <laughs> Buffalo Bay. <laughs> right. He has died. He was 84. Uh, Brown died Wednesday. His daughter, actress Sharon Catherine Brown, announced on Instagram, our family is devastated. So we're definitely praying for John Brown and his family. Uh, Good Times is one of your favorite shows. Shouts out to JB, your dad. He's, it's one of his favorite shows. You put me on. 
Um, so could you give us a good rendition? Keeping your head oh. above water, <laughs> making a wave when you can. Temporary layoffs, good times, easy credit ripples, good times, scratching and surviving, good times, hanging in a jawline, good times. Ain't we lucky we got them? Good times, yeah. <laughs> Rest up, John Brown. Go up there and check him out. If you haven't, we seen... lost Walona last year, didn't we? Lost one. She did. Yeah, Walona, the one who played Walona. She died. She did. Really? She gone. Let me get double check it. <laughs> I, I, I didn't kill James A. Brown before. <laughs> we, we'll kill somebody on the show. Walona from Good Time. Yeah, I think she you gone, Reverend. Janet Dubois. Yeah, Janet Dubois. Dubois. Janet Dubois. That was in 2020. Yeah, she, ooh, she been gone February 18 for two years. <laughs> oh, God. She, done, she flew away. She got her wings. For real, for real. Right, Patty LaBelle. <laughs> <laughs> they up in heaven now. Smiling over the best they have. Laughing like little schoolgirls. <laughs> oh, rest up to Johnny. Who we got left? Because Esther gone. Janet gone. Mm-hmm. Johnny gone. We still got Johnny uh, still alive. We got John Amos. He he barely. You saw me coming to America too, uh, Reverend. He, he Reverend, yeah, that man of God is. He barely He's hanging in there. Uh, on the Thelma door. here. Thelma is still JJ, here. Michael, mm-hmm. Janet Jackson. Janet Jackson is here. Them the main ones. Mm-hmm. Okay, and Penny Mama, which is Regine Hunter's real mama. That is true. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. Anyway. Into the Billboard. Standing thing with TV shows and uh-huh. black television. A black classic is being rebooted, Brian. White men uh, can't jump. It's coming back. And the guy who see it is starring. Eminem? No. Another white rapper, Jack Harlow, uh, will be starring in White Men Can't Jump the Reboot. Okay. The 23-year-old from Louisville, Kentucky. Mm-hmm. Uh, he played in the Celebrity All-Star Game, so clearly he has some kind of basketball talent. Okay. Uh, but he would take on the previous role that was played by Woody Harrison mm-hmm. in the iconic movie um, where they played alongside in 1992, opposite Wesley Snipes and Ronnie Perez, who played his girlfriend. As of now... Mm-hmm. No one else has been named to be in it. Brian, who do you think should take on the role? Since it's happening, since it's happening, uh-huh. who do you think should take on the role of Wesley Snipes? Uh, Wesley Snipes, Sydney. Somebody Sydney. said Ja Morant. Uh, Basketball skills, maybe so. But yeah, I don't think Ja is about actor. Because like Wesley Snipes is like a, is a Yale trained actor. He's a trained actor. actor. Yeah. Um, who, Again, coming to America too didn't do him no justice. But he is an actor. It. Oh, it did not do it. So it would have to be a younger, it would have to be younger. black Athletic, yeah, younger actor. Athletic. Who is that? I don't want to see Michael B. Jordan in that role. I don't. I don't. I feel I, like that's who they gonna. They might tap. Yeah, though. I don't want to see Damson. I don't yeah, think no. I don't see Damson playing basketball. Is that right? Yeah. Um, hmm. Man, that's a tough one. It might be having somebody we don't know introducing. Yeah, yeah introducing somebody. Yeah. Unless you are gonna keep it wrapped and you are gonna bring out like what. Quavo or something like? Uh, no, 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 Migos. <laughs> no, no, um, Migos. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I don't, I don't, I don't know any younger. Well, big, well, Big Sean is in the show Twenties. It's a pretty good show. Really? Yeah, it's on BET, but it also be on Showtime. His, he like, he doesn't. I, I haven't seen this season yet, mm. but his, he had a real current role last season. Allegedly, he has more time in mm-hmm. this season that just ended. Uh, but he actually did a decent. A decent job. Okay. So maybe with a little, because he's he's athletic and stuff. Right. So maybe with a, you know, maybe mm-hmm. if we're going to stay. I mean, because Jack Harlow ain't known for his acting skills, so I, nah. the expectations are already low. Right. Who should play Rosie's character, though? Rosie. 
uh, uh, Puerto Rican, mm-hmm. Latina. Mm-hmm. Uh, who is a young Latina? A Latinx young woman. Latina. Mm. Only young Latina I can think of right now offhand is, is Effie from uh, from uh, Power. Uh, oh, that might be good though. Yeah, yeah. that might be I good though. She could play that feisty role. Who else is young? I feel like I'm not like up on game on like. Who's yeah, out there I think something? a lot of the Latin X women that are out right now are old, like the Eva Longoria age. Yeah, There's Eva like they're not a lot of younger ones, unless there are some TV shows that we don't know, right? Because a lot of my television is very black. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know. I'm trying to think of even some of those other stuff I watch, like Abbott, and I don't think there's any. But anyway, that's happening. Let's mm-hmm. not get stuck there. Um. One thing that was consistently stuck and always broken was Mike McDonald's ice cream machines. Yep. But the company who has been um, paid to repair them all, they are suing for $900 million. They're suing because allegedly McDonald's out here in these streets, <laughs> not blaming themselves, but blaming mm-hmm. the company, said, we paid these people, and ice cream machines ain't fixed, mm-hmm. and these people produce paperwork and receipts, and we fixed these machines. Right. I don't know what y'all doing. Y'all lying. Y'all might be lying and saying that they're broken, and they're really not broken. So they are in court right now battling. I doubt that they're going to get $900 million no. from Mickey D's, um, but I do think they're going to get a significant uh, paycheck, because every time, I don't care what city you're in, what state you're in, that McDonald's ice cream machine does not work. And Never. McDonald's doesn't offer a lot of great things. Mm-mm. And one of the good things they do have is like some McFlurries. Uh-huh. Like they're like their treats McFlurry, yeah, are pretty decent. The salsa cone is Yeah, it's pretty decent. decent. And that Sprite got crack in it. That thing. It will cut you. You that can fry is. chicken in there. Yeah, but, but I love that Sprite. And a fresh fry. A, fr- oh, a yeah. fresh French fry from the, McDonald's. Uh, ain't nobody touching the fresh McDonald's. Bro, and if they and if I get some of those, I'll be like, uh-uh, can I get some with no salt? Because they gotta fry you some new ones. Yeah. Then you get then you be shady and be like, can I get some salt? Yeah. 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 Get you some French fries. I'm putting y'all on game. Nothing inside. They are fresh one. Good. A fresh one? A fresh McDonald's fry. Yeah, nah, no one's touching. Nothing's touching now. But yeah, at this point, like, you know, you scandalize my name. We gotta see these. And, and that's another thing. I'm like, McDonald's, y'all's machines are never working. But Wendy's, they, they frosted, all this is working. And Wendy's fries are terrible. <laughs> They're like real soft. They're like yeah, real they, soft. And they don't care how fresh they are. They always... Always soft. Mm-mm. Wendy's They're ain't like got no salty. good fries. No. But yeah, I you know I don't think they gonna get the money from McDonald's. No, they not. They not. I think they are gonna get some money, but they definitely not getting them nine hundred million nah. for um, allegedly derogatory comments around ice cream machines. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's move on to the next story. It is cheaper to keep him. Kelly Clarkson is finding this out right now. She okay. is divorced. Well, they have been divorced. They filed in two thousand twenty, and they went through some things. They had a real high settlement amount. It has now been reduced. It has been reduced. Let me say that. Okay. The settlement amount has been reduced, and this is the reduction. Mm-hmm. He's going to get a one-time payout of $1.3 million. Mm. He's also going to get $45,601 in monthly child support. Jesus. And he's getting $115,000 in spousal support until January 31st, 2024. I need a new woman. <laughs> <laughs> I need a new woman <laughs> and to file the papers now. Right. Uh, get, her, get her pregnant and then file He get $1.3 mil. He can go buy him a house in cash, a, yeah. a modest half million dollar home. Yeah. And half million dollars will get you a lot of house. Yeah. And in and, and some nice places too. Right. Um, for you and your child. And you finna get child support to this child is 18 in the a month of right? 45000 a month. Then you finna get 115000 a month for the next 2024, next two years. So let's just, this is round map, make it easier. It's, it's, even though it's more than $150,000 mm-hmm. a month, you basically get $150,000. Per month. Per month. To do nothing. To do nothing. For the next two years. On top of the 45000 
So even if you send your child to private school, typically private schools are about 50 ish some thousand dollars a year. One month is paying for tuition. And then you just at that point you're just talking about clothing, food, which you probably can't afford a nanny. Like you know what I'm saying? You can yeah. you got your mama, you got you know, yeah. siblings, like get your new girlfriend. Bruh. And and you got and you still got the one point three million dollar up front, up front. so you can just buy everything you like. You exactly, like I said, I'm, I get a half million dollar house. I half still got, I still got another five hundred thousand. Nice little car. Give me a nice car. Yep. Cash. Yeah, nothing fancy. I might invest in me a couple of investment properties. Yep. To just have some residual income yep. coming in, and then I got this. Yeah. Like, bro, Ke- Kelly, who I need, I need a sugar mama. I need one. I need Tracy one. Ellis Ross is still single. She is still single, which which scares me, but I'm willing. To I, get think she, I think I think she, she Diana is her mom. <laughs> I'm willing to take that risk. <laughs> Tracy be out here thirst trapping us too, bro. She, she know what she be doing. She knows what she be she doing. She know what she be doing. She, she, she be out here thirst. She the, she the queen of thirst trapping. She the queen of. She be shaking and Man. taking pictures of right here on her chest. Like, yeah, and he always in the Tracy. pool. Always in the pool, working yeah. out. You ain't never got nothing on. And I, and I'm cool with it. Yeah, do I'm your not, thing, Tracy. Yeah, but you know what you're doing, girl. You know what you're doing. You know what you're doing. You know what you're doing. We appreciate. On a more somber note, but celebratory in a way, uh, it's a good way to come out of Black History Month. Black History Month was a little bit ghetto. Okay. Uh, but the anti-lynching bill has finally passed. It failed 200 times. Mm. 200 times over the course of so many years. Um, and it finally passed. It passed in the House first, then it passed in the Senate, and it expected to go to the White House okay. very soon for Biden to sign. So he has one great thing. Uh-huh. Only one. Only one. Great thing on his record so far. Um, we talked about it last week. The lowest approval rating since um, old Dunny um, in the last term. But here's where the racism kicks in. Here's where America started American. Okay. Three white Republican congressmen voted no to an anti-lynching bill. Not, not a reparations bill. Mm. Not a give all the niggas a check for the rest of their life bill. Not a new stimulus check bill. Like, none of that. Mm-hmm. An anti-lynching, which literally just says you can't lynch people mm-hmm. in the United States, quite frankly. Mm-hmm. They voted no. These mm-hmm. congressmen were, in case you want to know, yes. uh, Representative Andrew Clyde from Georgia. Of course, that makes sense. The Peach State, Thomas Massey from Kentucky, okay. and Chip Roy from Texas. They all oppose the bill, wow. and um, yeah. So those are the three. So if you want to, if you want to harass them, we encourage that. Write them letters, call their phones, right. um, call their um, their chief of staff, all those people down in Washington, and let them know how trash they are. Um, but the best thing you can do is to vote against who's ever running against them. If they are up for re-election mm-hmm. and this and this um. Not the primary cycle. These these midterm, this midterm yep. cycle, vote against them. If they are not up in two more years, it will be up. So vote them out because it is absolutely even if even bruh, it's anti-lynching. It's like, anti-lynching. Like, it should be yeah, unanimous. Like, like, it's anti-lynching. It shouldn't be the thing. The fact that it, it took 200 times to pass it is yes, issue number that one. Is but I also feel like I didn't read the whole bill, but there could have been, you know, sometimes those bills are like they throw fluff, they throw there. stuff in there. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the root, it is about anti-lynching. So when it finally passed, right? I have no idea why these three men would vote against it. Yeah. Um, because that means every other Republican said yes. Yeah. Like even Mitch McConnell. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying, and this guy's from Kentucky, right. and people from like Mississippi, you know, in, in the Mississippi congressman, right. the Alabama congressman, <laughs> the te- like we got some terrible in Tennessee, the Tennessee congressman, Come yeah, on. The, Arkansas, yeah, the ones that, that were expected to do to to probably, you know, that. So I'm shocked. I'm not shocked, but South I'm like Carolina, right. West Virginia, yeah, <laughs> like there's other places I'm thinking like you know. 
you know, it's you know, on the more brand. Yeah. You know. Um, and Georgia, Georgia, Kentucky, and Texas aren't like shocking, shocking but, but when you think about deep South and yeah, like think, bro, yeah, you, you think Mississippi, you think yeah. Alabama, you think you know those places like that that are going, you know, be with the stuff. So I don't know, man. It is what it is. It's another day in America. But let's get into something a little bit more joyful because they don't last long. We get to the point. Uh-huh. We know you love them because it's everyone's favorite joint. These are Josh Rogers Athletic Abbreviations. This week in Josh Rogers Athletic Abbreviations, we will talk about one of the most, you know, one of the most talked about men, not just in football, but in culture because Josh Rogers Athletic Abbreviations is where sports and culture collide. collide. What do we call that, Brian? A collision. That's what. It, that's what it is. Mm. And this person is Russell Wilson. Now he gets a lot of flack from men for being mm. a simp and doing his other thing. I just really think he loves Sierra. He does. And I really believe he loves us. We talked this before because of the terrible white woman he was dating. He, he, was he had a very mid Listen. white woman and Listen. he didn't got with Sierra, tall, fine self, mm-hmm. and they are just having babies and yeah. he's doing all the things. He's reproposing and asking for other babies and all this other kind of stuff. But anyway, he will be in Seattle no more. No more rain, no more any other things. He's going to go on down or go on over to Denver Mm-hmm. And play with the Broncos there. Not to be confused with the actual horses, just the football team. Right. Uh, the Seattle Seahawks have agreed to trade the Super Bowl winning quarterback uh, to the Denver, Bro- Denver Broncos, according to ESPN. Um, the quarterback, Drew Locke, whom the Broncos drafted in the second round, will go to Seattle as a part of the deal, along with tight end Noah Fent, defensive lineman Shelby Harris, mm-hmm. two first round picks. This man's worth a lot. Um, two second round picks and a fifth round pick. The Broncos. Wow. Have been trying to find quarterback replacement since quarterback Peyton Manning retired. Brian, what do you think about Sierra being in Denver? Oh. Ain't we legal in Denver? It is. You think they're gonna be on the gun show? She might. You know, I'm from Atlanta. <laughs> she is. Ain't she from? Ain't she, didn't that Amaretta girl say she won from Atlanta? <laughs> mm-hmm. According to that girl, ain't nobody from Atlanta. Ain't nobody from Atlanta. Ain't, <clears throat> ain't not a soul from Atlanta. Um, I think it'd be great. I, I at this point they gave up a. I think Seattle won this deal. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't see the Broncos being one quarterback away from winning a championship. Yeah, no. Um, their defense isn't solid. I don't know if they have any really great receivers. So I don't know. Um, shout out to our friend Chris Moore, uh, who's a Broncos fan. So I'm pretty sure he's excited is he? about this. He is. is he a Broncos fan? Yeah. Why? We know why. I have no clue. Maybe from Georgia, lives in Memphis. Yeah, roots of the Broncos. Well, shout out to Sierra. We love Sierra. We love Sierra and all her body stuff. And I ain't never had nobody show me all the things that you didn't show me in a special way. I feel mm-hmm. when you hold me, we gonna always be together, baby. That's what you told me, and I believe it. So Sierra be doing all of that mm-hmm. with Russell and one, those, two and baby future mm-hmm. and the other two babies. Ain't it two more than babies? I think it's there's yeah the baby they future and two babies two babies together. And he want more more. Is what he said on Ellen. Hey, he can afford them. He can afford them. Um, so that concludes Josh Rogers' athletic abbreviation. Also concludes the billboard. Brian. Yes. Before we move on, um, I want to thank the women of the Rooted Life again. Yes. Really great time. I went back and listened to the episode. Great episode. Um, I also went back and listened to another episode. Okay. Baby, I'm begging. I'm going to tell you why I went back and listened okay. to it. Because y'all have been blowing that episode out of the water. Yeah. I don't know who found okay. it. it was, but I, bro, it is an episode. Really? It's really I'm gonna good. Go back and to I it. was laughing. <laughs> I'm like, I see why. There was, I mean, from the <laughs> intro to everything, that was a 
well put together piece of work from right. so kudos to us kudos, to, kudos <laughs> to us we are great kudos to us and if y'all are listening and want to go back i think we did that in october of last year so go back and we're talking about you know the state of r&b and how it changed how niggas ain't begging no more right and me and brian make some really great discoveries we did and, make some great discoveries um, that's when brian told me i should do the um flavor magazine uh, all of that's in that episode it's a, yes. lot, it's a lot in that episode it's yes. a great it's a great did flavor drop it didn't drop. Okay. We'll talk about that later. Okay. Off the mic. Okay. But anyway, now that all that's been said, understood, and accepted, I want y'all to get your drinks, your mm-hmm. water, your whatever you need to grab. We're already in the living room. We are. Join us with whatever you got. Let's head on and have this really good conversation about black families. So oh. you can spend, might get a little tight in here. It might, it might. <laughs> Let's do it. All right, we are here in the living room and we are talking about black families, maybe a little bit this, this you know, dysfunction and, mm-hmm. um, you know, seeing out the fact that I'm at, you know, my grandma passed away, going to have to go to a funeral sometime soon, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. going to have to deal with a family. Mm-hmm. I'm black, mm-hmm. my family's black, mm-hmm. so I'm kind of a little anxious about going back and hanging out with my black family because you know all the things happen at funerals, um, oh, yeah. but. We both have kids, right? Yes, we do. Um, and the movie, if you have been around uh, and you have kids around a certain age and you are a parent right now, first of all, we're struggling. Um, but two, um, Encanto, mm. a Disney movie, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. has mm-hmm. our kids in a in choke. In <laughs> Brooklyn wants to watch Encanto every single day. Josh sings Don't Talk About Bruno every day. Every day. Every Dang. <laughs> <laughs> don't talk about Bruno. So, if those that don't know, it's a movie. Uh, it's a Disney movie. Encanto came out this year. It's, it's based in Colombia, mm-hmm. uh, but they're black. They, Not South Carolina, the country. Colombia, the country, Colombia. <laughs> so they're Afro Latino, uh-huh. uh, Afro Latino. Yep. So it's based. It's surrounded a family who got a miracle. We had this nice. Uh, in, I don't want to say anything. I'm looking for a miracle. <laughs> I expect the impossible. I see the invisible, and I feel the intangible. I'm looking for a miracle. Okay, go ahead. That's just okay. in my spirit. It's good. <laughs> the sky, the sky is the limit to what I can have. <laughs> oh, that is just believe and receive it. Receive it. God will perform it today. Hey, hey. <laughs> Ooh, yeah. Jesus. <laughs> ah, yes. I'm back to America. Every day. God will make a way. I don't know why. I'm back to America. Every day. God will make a way. I don't know why. Okay. Um, um, <laughs> so, yeah, it's based off of a family got a miracle. Yes. And the, I guess, the, not central character, but the, the, the matriarch of the family mm-hmm. uh, lost her husband, had triplets. Then she's built this family. The town is kind of rallying around this family because yep. they have this magic house. Yep. Yep. And they have all are giving gifts um, at a certain birthday mm-hmm. um, that are used to contribute. In like magical spiritual Magical gifts. things. Yeah. Gifts. Ooh, yes, God. <laughs> that can contribute to the society and make the town better. Yeah. Um. And the main character okay. is Mirabelle. 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 I just knew that girl name was Isabel the Isabel, whole time. Go Isabel. ahead. Is, 
is a other sister. Her older sister was Isabella. 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 Was somebody. Isabella. Was somebody was Isabella. Isabella. Um, <laughs> so everybody has a gift. Everyone has a gift except for the in-laws and yes. Mirabelle. They was born there. Yeah. I mean, they was married and not born there. This is the church of God in Christ. This is the church oh, yes. of God in Christ. Boom, 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 boom. You can't join in. Oh, yes. You got to be born. I joined in, in. though. This, this is the church <laughs> oh, yes. of God in Christ. I love the church. church. <laughs> <laughs> yes, God. Um, so the in-laws don't get any powers. Yeah. Um, but Mirabelle, mm-hmm. when it was time for her to get the powers or the the, the magical whatever she get the, the gift. Mm-hmm. She didn't get one. It was disappointing. It was embarrassing to the whole family. So the whole movie is centered around trying to figure out, you know, she's trying to figure out what's going on. Mm-hmm. Then something's happening with the magic, all this kind of stuff. So she's trying to find out yeah. that. So you probably think, well, what does the title of this episode have to do with Encanto or yes. with all this kind of stuff? Yes. So. Um, one of the major songs is a song called "We Don't Talk About." Bruno. We don't talk about Bruno. No, 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 bro. Don't you know that that was number one on the Billboard 200? I can for believe like it. Weeks. I Nobody like because I think Nikki going back to you know we didn't care for the song. Um, with, uh, with, that joint would not. It couldn't crack number one because Bruno had a chokehold. <laughs> I feel like that movie when it came out, Nikki would have had another number yeah, one, but. Yeah. Bro, yeah. it's a, it's it's a it's a, it's a song. A world in a chokehold. Yeah. So basically, I don't know if you want to explain that part as far as where who Bruno is. Why? Go Bruno ahead. Is. Go ahead. So go basically, ahead. Bruno is the so that does the abuela, which is the grandma. Mm-hmm. She had three Look at kids. You and your little Look at me. You Look at me. Mountain <laughs> pot. Listen, I'm bilingual. Come on, stops being too. Tambien. Uno dos tres cuatro cinco seis siete ocho nueve diez. All I know is Poppy's home. <laughs> Poppy in la casa. <laughs> uh, so the the abuelita she had uh, three kids, mm-hmm. two girls, one son. Yeah. Okay. And the son's name is Bruno. Mm-hmm. All right. So Bruno, not to me, mistake with Bruno Mars. Not Bruno Mars. <laughs> uh, or the Bruno from uh, I don't know if your kids watch Luca. Silencio Bruno. Oh yeah, they seen Luca. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so. So Bruno, apparently Bruno's gift was prophecy. Oh, no, 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 no. It's one of the <laughs> Yes. Um, yeah. So he had, he was prophecy. So yeah. he can see things uh-huh. and he would just basically just tell the truth. And it wasn't like, and that's the thing. Let's get, we can talk about that first. <laughs> so people were mad at Bruno. So the song, we don't talk about Bruno because anytime we talk about Bruno, it's just bad luck. Brad, be that the man of my dreams <laughs> betrothed to another. <laughs> um, so Bruno basically was a prophet mm-hmm. and he can see things that were going to happen. And he would basically just tell people the truth about what's happening. But mm-hmm. everyone was mad at Bruno because he was really telling them the truth. So people don't want to tell them. And that's how church is. They don't want that real gospel. They don't want the real gospel. They, don't they want, want the that watered down gospel. That's what they want. They want that watered down gospel. Right. So Bruno basically, in order, he saw a prophet, he saw a vision mm-hmm. of Mirabelle. Can we play it for him real quick? Yeah, just go, go for it. Okay. That's good. Oh, 
Okay, but anyway, Bruno, Bruno, the prophet, Bulls our prophet, the Bulls call him in the church. Yeah. But we were saying that it is it's very true in the church. Like a lot of, now, prophets even in the Bible were um, called to edify and to confirm, and yeah. there were some prophets who gave yeah. you know some not so pleasant news yeah. every now and then. Mm-hmm. Um, but but to your point, Bruno didn't always give out bad news, and that's the other thing right. that happens sometimes in familial contexts is that we we often like to focus on mm-hmm. um, particularly the black sheep of the family, right. all the bad things that they have done, right. and mm-hmm. not realizing. The contributions that they may have yep. had to the family, <clears throat> and even not even tapping into how whatever their gift or their difference is, right? Is because most people who are black sheep, beyond just really traumatic stuff, a lot right. of them are ostracized because they're so different and yep. they buck up against the traditions of family. Mm-hmm. We see this with Bruno, yep. Um, but you don't often realize that sometimes <clears throat> it is that difference that propels the family, that right. helps the family. Because we'll get into it later, but if it was not for Bruno. Everything could have quite possibly been destroyed. All the magic, all the other things. Yes. And it was very much so at risk. Yes. It was very much so at risk. Yes. And and you're going to talk about Bruno. Like Bruno. So Bruno, for those that don't know, Bruno basically, it's not a spoiler. At this point, you should have watched by now. Oh, yeah. But Bruno basically ran away from home. Mm -hmm. Air quotes, ran away from home. But he really stayed at home. He basically lived into a a, a secret. Inside the walls. Inside Mm -hmm. the walls of the house. And he was basically patching up the house. Um, but he also was living with the family, but he was ostracized. Mm-hmm. And that's the crazy thing about, you know, the, the the family is he was the black sheep. Yeah. But he loved his family. He really loved his family. He loved his family more than anybody else. And another thing is um, Mirabelle was also a black sheep. Yes. And he left the family to protect Mirabelle because he saw a vision of potentially something happening to her or her, her life going a certain way. Mm-hmm. So instead of, you know, him explaining what her prophecy was or the vision he saw for her was, he said, you know, I'm going to leave the family because I want to protect my niece. Yeah. And that was a that was a big thing. That was a big thing. But you know what thing you just said, though? Mm-hmm. I think the biggest problem with Bruno, and this, I don't, people won't probably turn into a, mm-hmm. a, a comparison to the church, but mm-hmm. it was the lack of the cultivation of his gift. Yes. Uh, because like most people, even in real prophetic natures, talk, you know, I'm a reference prophet to Hall. Okay. But he's often said, I and when he's in the prophetic, sometimes I have to sift through the trash to find the treasure, mm-hmm. which means that they are, if I go down your list of stuff, that's not going to edify you. Right. That's not going to bring you in. So it's it's a it's a matter of, okay, I saw rain on my sister's wedding day. It could have been, hey, we may want to move this inside. You know what I'm saying? Right. Instead of like, yeah, it's going to yeah. rain. And then boom, it rains. it's hurricanes. It's Bruno's blah, 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 blah. fault. Right now, it's Bruno's fault, right? So. <laughs> But because there was no one there, and I think that was one of the things that we saw too, and we can you know bring this into a family context, is that oftentimes when there's a difference, we don't we don't identify ways to cultivate that right. within that child. Right. Uh, we can we can often see that sometimes in young black boys, if they're not interested in sports, we're gonna force it on them. You right. gotta play basketball, right. you gotta play football, or you get or they could be into sports, but just not basketball and football. What if it's soccer? Right. What if it's hockey? What if Tennis, it's all these kind of things? Right. And we try to force these kind of stereotypical things right. on children and on people because that's what our family does. And that's who we are. And mm-hmm. we see that play out with Bruno as well. Like, yes, he has the gift of prophecy, but who was there? Because nobody else was a prophet. 
Right. And grandma didn't even have no gift, did she? Why she was the steward of the gift. Exactly. So that's what it was. We should start there. Because I know, because grandma. We're talking about cultivation, but grandma, because she was so concerned about maintaining the the image that she was not cultivating these gifts and make sure they were good stewards of them. Yeah. And again, this sounds like it's churchy because it's like you're so, you're so, she was so concerned about the image of Mm -hmm. the family and Mm -hmm. the. People relying on the family that she had, she didn't take any time to really cultivate the yeah. family and grow the family. Yeah. And you're supposed to be the matriarch, and you kind of, you know, I know you talked about, you know, soul food and how that that grandma was terrible. Big Mama wasn't, you know, she was the rock, but it was a rocky rock. Listen, and, and that's <laughs> how I feel like Ab- Abuelita is. She's like, she's the rock of the family, but she's she's do- not doing it in love. Yeah. She's not doing it in 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 the really the the goal of building my family and encouraging my family and. Um, she treated Maribel terribly. Mm-hmm. Um, you ran Very your, yeah, you, so nice, nasty, so nice, <laughs> nasty. Um, because you were embarrassed because she didn't get a gift. Yeah. Um, and stuff like that. So let's let me start with this. There. So sometimes I think the let's start with the matriarch. Okay. Right. Let's start there, the top, because uh, to me, and I believe you probably feel the same way. It starts from the top down. Mm-hmm. Um, the way she raised, <clears throat> the way she the way she treated her kids. Yep. So the kids were the, the the young the daughter who had mental issues because she had the anxiety and the stress and all that mm-hmm. kind of stuff. And based off of her situation, the weather would change. Weather would change <laughs> which is mental which, health. Mental health. And that was never really dealt with or addressed. Um, the other sister, which is weird, like the other sister, which is Mirabelle's mom, she was a healer. Mm-hmm. So she would cook food and would heal. Uh, and then Bruno, you know, he said he loved acting and all that kind of stuff, but he was at the prophet. He was the prophet. Um, so what would you break down? One, let's look at the uh, the Abuelita and then how she interacted with just, we'll start with just her kids. How do you feel that was? So I think in some regards, we see this kind of, excuse me, this standard of, um, it's not an uncommon image of matriarchs and patriarchs in mm. families of color. Right. right, and I'm gonna say particularly black families, even though this was a Latin ex family, mm-hmm. uh, Hispanic family rather. Um, so I think what we see, what what how I feel about that is that oftentimes we're so busy. Well, we see these authority figures and families so busy trying to maintain their homes mm-hmm. that they're not doing the child job of really tapping into the emotional, mm-hmm. um, social needs of the children. Right? right. And I think that's one big difference <clears throat> that we see in our generation. Right. Not to say that we're perfect, mm-hmm. but difference between our generation, our parents, and especially their parents and how we raise children. Right. It's like, you know, think we were raised. Don't you talk back. Right. Don't ask no questions. Right. Do what I tell you to do. I right. mean, and granted, sometimes I tell Josh, do what I asked you to do because I right. told you to do it. But it's, it's more so because it's for your benefit. But if he, but if it's something genuinely like, Dad, why? I'd be like, because you need to learn A, B, and C. Or right. this would be beneficial for one, two, three. Um, like, for example, Josh and Jaden are in their schools. They have to do, and you'll probably get this sooner enough, but Brooklyn, reflex math and um, oh, the AR test, which yeah. is, um, what does AR stand for? Um it's, it's basically a comprehension tool for reading, right. right? So it's not required, but if you like pass all these tests, like there are certain, you know, it, it tests your level of comprehension and your reading level and your math skills. And it's really for your benefit. Right. So we tell Josh and Jaden, hey, you do this, you're going to get better. You're, you're going to, that's, you're going to build that muscle. Um, so it's explaining to them why we're taking away 
I've had time versus in this particular fam, you know, in, in traditional settings, it's like, you're going to do your homework or you're going to do this extra credit because I want you to do this extra credit, right? right? right. And I see Abuelita, the grandmama, in a very similar way. We got to be perfect. I need you to do this and to mm. do that mm. because this is what's going to benefit the family, but what's benefiting the child? Yep. And I think ultimately, if we cultivate the child and give, or even give explanation, right. this, I need you to do this right. because, mm -hmm. right, it's going to help the family, but to the point, the community depends on us. Right. So your flowers bring mm -hmm. this, which also right. bring that. Your strength, I can't remember the other sister. Was it Isabella the other sister? Isabella was the, was the strong the, the, one, the flower sister. The flower sister. Who's I, the strong sister? I don't remember what the strong sister's name is. Ooh, okay. But the strong sister, but you know, yeah. but understanding your strength, not just because you're strong, because there is, because we also saw that she was weak emotionally. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, but if you build up her natural strength, her emotional strength, like how much more greater of a woman would she have been, right? So I see, uh, unfortunately, she she is a real representation of, of some matriarchs or family leaders um, in terms of preserving the image of the family. Because right. that's what it's mostly about. And we see that a lot in Tyler Perry films. Mm -hmm. You know, even though he does a bad job, but we see that a lot in black families preserving the image, especially among the black bourgeoisie. Yeah. Um, preserving the image and not really dealing with the root right. of issues or cultivating. Um, because that's my thing. She probably didn't cultivate because she didn't have the tools to do it. Right. <clears throat> right, right, and and that's and that's the thing. Like giving grace to some of the people who came before us, to knowing that they probably didn't have it. So yep. mind you, she lost her husband. Yep. Now she's forced to raise three kids, but yep. then also you saw that the whole community they had to leave their home, so the whole community followed her. Yeah. Um. So she really didn't. I don't think she had the time and the tools and the resources to do what she needed to do. Mm -hmm. But to your point earlier, one of the major issues that we saw is that she put more emphasis on the gift. Than the people. Than the people. Yeah. And oftentimes we see that, that you know, and uh, we find ourselves growing up in certain places and spaces and families where, you know, you're you're only as good as your gift. Mm. You're only as good as how much you represent the family. Yep. You're only as good as the grades that you get. You're only good as this. Ooh, so come then, on, grades. Right. You're only as good <laughs> as the grades. You're only as good as the college you get into. You're only as good as, you know, all these things. So when, when none of those things happen, when you fail, when you fall, when you stumble, like then you're like, well, who am I? Right? Am I worth anything? Right, am I? Am right. I? You know, and that's the thing. Some of the things we gotta break is the fact that even in failure, even when we make mistakes, you're still valuable. It's still worthy. You're yeah. still loved. And the, the sad thing is, it trickled down to the next generation. So, yes. so I believe that she had three kids. Two of them suffered with major mental health issues, anxiety, uh -huh. depression. Yeah. Right? Only one of them. Seemingly had it together, which was the uh, which was uh, Mirabelle's mom. Mirabelle's mom. Uh -huh. Um, so then, uh, let's I'm just gonna deal with Isabella and her sisters, right? So, Isabella's Isabella, no, Mirabelle, they didn't have the gift. Uh, Louisa was the strong one, the strong one, and um, and um, uh, Isabella was the perfect one, yes, allegedly, allegedly. Mm -hmm. So, the image, there's right, the, the image. word again, and and it, even within that, they had even it was even worse with them, you had um. Uh, Isabella at one point was willing to marry this man just because she just wanted because. to, because her grandma was like, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it for the family. Mm -hmm. Then uh, Louisa was strong and she had a whole song about like pressure and dealing with the pressure mm -hmm. and, and how, you know, and, you know, and it, think about spiritually and even naturally the fact of like, you know, I'm feeling weak. She was feeling weak emotionally, but then she was also feeling weak 
you know, in in terms of naturally, in terms of her strength. And she didn't know what to do. And she didn't want to let anybody down because if I'm not strong anymore, who, who am, am I? I? Right? But can we pause right there, though? Because it. even without the gift of super strength, mm-hmm. don't you know that when you are, when you're like, when your soul is tired, right? you don't really have capacity no, for physical strength. Not at all. There have been times, like even y'all know I work out a lot. Right. And there's been times where I've went to the gym. It's one thing going to the gym and don't feel like going and you press through. Right. But it's another thing where you're like not feeling like life. Right. And you go and you feel weaker. You can't lift. And just not you ain't sore, but right. you but but it's it's not all connecting. So while there was some issues in the movie based on them kind of losing their gifts because of the whole magic candle thing, right. I think there was some Disney does always do a great job of this. Some greater correlations in how your mental well-being. Right can affect the things you're really good at. Yep. And if you're not mentally whole, shout out to our podcast, we always right. talking about that, like then you're not going to be phys- you're not going to be able to operate whatever no. gift you have. No, no, no. And I think her physical strength was just a kind of tangible manifestation of that. Yep. But like that goes to really any gift. I'm not if you're a writer, if you're a singer, if you're whatever, if you're not there, right. It's not going to train, it's not going to hit the site. No, it's not. And and that and that was a major thing I saw. So even with correlation, let's correlate with that generation and even with Bruno. Yeah. Right. So uh we talk about the fact that they're putting more emphasis on the gift than the actual person. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then now we're talking about dealing with failure. And the song with we don't talk about Bruno because he's he's the failure of the family. Mm-hmm. We don't want to talk about him. We want to hide him. Yep. And that's how family is oftentimes, especially in certain communities of, of, of culture or ethnicity. But in general, I'm not even going to say black family. White family. Yeah, for sure. Every family. Every family. They try to find ways to put things to the side, hide things and stuff like that. And that's one of the worst things I think you can do as a family is mm-hmm. hide uh, the truth. Because if you hide the truth, let me go back to go forward. I think, okay. that, I think that parents, and I will, you know. I think parents, and I'm going to probably do this when you're with Brooklyn, I'm going to be 100% transparent and honest about everything. Yeah. Everything I've struggled with, either childhood depression, childhood anger, um, loneliness, like all the things I've gone through when I was a kid, um, even things I've gone through in like school and just being completely transparent and honest because you know those things that we have in our lives, in most cases, are often transmitted to our children, either mm-hmm. by action, by just you know yeah. all the things. Even yeah. if, you, if you believe in spiritual... Tra- uh, uh, was transmission, all that kind of stuff, and DNA, all that kind of stuff. Like, but oftentimes they they at least just see us going through certain things. Yeah. And they may say, "Well, why does Daddy do this? Well, Daddy does this because when he was younger, I had a bad experience. Like, if somebody grabs me right here, mm-hmm. I'm about to snap because I had a bad experience when I was a kid. Uh, okay. uh, somebody <laughs> grabbed me right there, so I'll be like, like what? You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Um, the way we act, things like that. I think we need to tell our kids those things and not hide. The truth, right? And we understand, like, you know, and, and that can go both ways. Of course, you know, use your discretion with your child because, you know, based off the age, they may not be able to handle certain things. For sure. But I think yeah. even at, at certain levels of maturity, like, if my daughter turns 15, I would give her my perspective as a man. But, like, Lauren, like, I want you to tell her how you, what it was for you, like, when you were 15. Yeah. What feelings you had when you were 15. Yeah. Um, Some of the issues and challenges you had with being a 15-year-old and then butting heads with your mom, y'all fighting like and cats being and dogs in the church, and, and, and like all all those dynamics. all the stuff. <laughs> and that's one thing that bothered me, you know, with my mom is she tried to like hide us and shield us from like legit stuff, yeah, from people who was acting shady at church and this. And I was like, no, like I want all that information, yes, and allow me to do with it what I will. Mm-hmm. Like, don't hide it, don't put it to the side. 
Don't hide any any bad stories, any family history, because we really need to know that information, if anything, for our safety, for our protection, and then really for our future. What do you think about that? No, 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 no. I, I, I 100% agree. There have been times where uh, I've had to explain. So I grew up in a loving household, but not a touchy-feely household. Okay. Um, and my sons are very much touchy feely, mm-hmm. and I've had to literally stop and explain to Josh, like, I love you, but don't walk up on me and just kiss me. Because right. for me, kissing the context of kissing is purely romantic, okay? So even when like the mothers of the church would be like, I, I would freak me out, like, <laughs> what are you doing? Like, right. what are you literally doing to me? Um, so but it was one of those, I had to build that muscle of affection, but right. I had to tell him. Um, and tell Jaden that because I didn't want you to think I was rejecting your love. I was like, you can give me a hug, I don't want right. a kiss. And right. sometimes I'm still like that because I'm still working through that, I'm going to be honest. Right, right, right. But I had to explain that to your mm-hmm. point, be transparent about that. Like, my dad told me he loved me, my mom did too, but they, we weren't the kissy family. We just right. were not. Even when we go home today, I think they give me a hug when we leave because right. we're out of town. Right. So it's like that I miss you, mm. hug, and like, you know, maybe kiss on the cheek, but. Yeah, my yeah. sisters walk in the house and like, "Hey, mama!" And we, you know, we, we, we put our bag down and go on. You know, what I'm <laughs> but you know, that's just that's just our love language was literally um, quality time. Okay, mm-hmm. we were a big movie family, mm-hmm. a big Friday night, you know, piece of wings, music type of family, right. and and like you ask my kids, we have plenty. We've had plenty of Friday night little parties. We just right. music and dancing and wings and you know, so. My, that wasn't our love language. and But what we did see in terms of touchy-feely was my mom dad all up on each other. So right. for me, physical touch was romance. Right. So it wasn't until I got older to where I'm laughing with my mm-hmm. bros or right, you know right, whatever, right. whatever, and it's and it's just strict, strictly platonic. I say all that to say, I had to give my child that. Right, right, right. It just wasn't the rejection right, of right. it. And now that he's getting older, like he's in the fifth grade, they've been having a little fifth grade dance. Mm-hmm. He's identified a couple of little girls All right. that he likes. And he's, All right, nephew. He's trying to navigate what that looks like. And I have to tell him, Josh, I was a skinny little 10, 10 year old kind of awkward. Because Josh is also, you know, he's all he's been raised by a, a not hyper, you know, masculine man, but he's also just not natural. Now he's into sports far more right. than what I was. <laughs> um, but he's just I, he's just generally not that kid. So I'm right. like, I've been the kid right. who has been misunderstood, but still is trying to navigate whatever pre because he's gonna be eleven, going to sixth grade, <laughs> all the things are about to change. Wow, wow. And I've been really honest about every time I explain to him what he should do or what I think my perspective is, I'm like, Josh, this is how I navigate. Okay. These were my challenges. I'd be like, but these were my challenges. Mm-hmm. However, what do you th- oh, and I end it with, but what do you think? Right. He explains what he thinks. I'm like, I bet. Let's get you know, let's 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 find a compromise. Yep. Let's find a collision of the two experiences because I've been here. Right. But to your point about you know navigating life with your kids, I'm also not. I didn't live the same experience that you live with the type of technology you had. Oh yeah, not at all. With access, so there was no social media. Oh yeah, no, no. You know, so the bullying and all this, like everything's different. Right. If somebody didn't like me, but I had to go to school to find out. Right. We was being teased in front of each other. Right. That kind of stuff. Right. So. I absolutely agree that you have to be transparent. I think that's what, because I don't know that we ever talked about Abba, like grand, granddad and his death and how that could have affected. And you yeah. know, what, maybe that was why the maybe the candle was the reconciliation of the death. Like right. you know, all these different events. Like we were just so again focused on the 
the magic of it all mm. that we missed. There was so many undiagnosed root problems. So many. Um, that because of that lack of transparency, right. that lack of being able to communicate, which we saw trickle down, not just to you know Mirabelle and them, but even the cousins. Yeah. Because the cousin was the one who could hear real good. Right. She the one who really wanted that man. She did. And that was who was they was, and he actually liked her too, right? Yeah. So, but it was just a rain. Nobody was thinking outside of what was supposed to be. Right. We didn't deal with the real. No. Not and at that's all. because there was a lack of, and in the black community, uh, specifically, there's a lack of transparency yep. and converse. Now, I'm not saying you got to tell every funky detail of your parents exactly. and your kids, I but agree. there is a certain level of transparency and conversation that we don't have. Example. What happens in this house stays in this house. Oh, yep. And all these no, sometimes you need to go to the therapist. Yeah, definitely. If, you know, that don't mean it's public knowledge, but right. it does mean that it needs to be addressed. It may need to be out front yep. because this is how we heal past yep. these things. Yep. I, I 100% agree. And that was something like you you brought the point about as far as the way the grandma might have been the way she was because like she literally lost her husband. Because did she it. deal with grief? She immediately got a gift. Immediately got a gift. Immediately had to so be So you know what I'm saying? She may nothing. have never grieved. Never. <laughs> so she's and, and so they talk about grieving. Let's talk about grace, right? And, yes. we, and then we'll probably going to like, you know, addressing the problem head on and then reconciliation. But let's talk about grace, right? Yeah. Uh, I think sometimes I think we may have had this conversation before. The fact of like the older we get, the more I give grace to like my parents, mm, my grandparents. Yeah. Because we really don't know what they went through, what what created them, what made them who they are. And I'm 36. You're 31. Right? Two, no, two, 32. I'm, you, you can take it down if you want right, to. Uh, and <laughs> and like we don't have nothing figured out. The, the whole premise of this our show, show is about figuring it out. Is about figuring. So we it out. don't know, right? And our parents had us probably younger than us. You know what I'm saying? And and we put all this stock on our parents being perfect, and they should have known better, and blase blase. And nigga, here we are. Not think about that. they they were raised by a generation who knew even less. Right. <laughs> who knew <even laughs> who were raised by a generation who knew even less and quite possibly had to navigate 15, 16, 17 kids. Yes. You know what I'm saying? So you give grace because at what point do you have to cultivate little Jimmy yeah. with Jimmy 10, Sally 9, mm. Earl 8? Then you might got a set of twins and mama pregnant again, but yeah. you ain't even count the twenty-one year old who ain't never had a life. Shout out Twinkie Clark because right. you're you, you're the leader. You're the leader. You gotta be. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? So like, it. I think there is a space to really have grace because and some things there were some trash parents out there. Yes, definitely. So we want to acknowledge those right real trauma, but for the most part, we were raised by people who were trying to figure it out right, and they never had an opportunity to like because. This whole mental health self care thing is yeah. really new. Therapy wasn't a thing. Yeah, and then, and when if it when when it was, we show for heck one going to it. No, no. So they had childhood traumas. <laughs> yeah, their parents had childhood traumas, and and, it, and really, and and it's just it's just so much. It's really giving grace to each other, and even being married, like you got to give grace to your spouse. Yes. Got to talk to those things yes. because um, y'all are both people that are building and growing together mm-hmm. and trying to find your way mm-hmm. y'all both have two different experiences two different lines and two different heritage and histories of of just you know trauma but the goal is is to just do better for the next generation yes right and that's the grace the grace is to give the people that came before you the grace to say hey you're a human you may make some mistakes no one's perfect but what i'm gonna do is i want to um, not do better. I'm not gonna say do better. Let's do different. Yeah, that's let's do, good. Let's do different. I think well, I said it'd be left better before on another podcast, but let's just do different. Because now that we know different, let's do different, and then try to find ways to 
enhance the next the next generation. And some of that difference means to be more innovative, mm-hmm. right? It's almost like think about the the, the evolution of the iPhone, just technology, right? right? You mm-hmm. have the, the Apple original, right? And as it advances at its core. It's the same phone. Yep. But the camera keeps getting, you know, the camera does get better. Mm-hmm. Um, but certain things are improved because it has to improve to keep up with technology, yep. how times are changing, the demands of the consumer. And I think that can be applied to families as well, right? Yep. It's not necessarily better, but there are some things we have to do differently. Yep. Because, like, again, I'm raising, we're raising children in a social media world. Sure. Like, bro, think we didn't get social media. We was grown. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like Facebook, I was like, cause Facebook was around when I was in high school, but it was still, you had to have a college email address yeah, yeah. and it didn't like switch over until I think my senior year. Right. So I had already had, more has already started sending me my stuff anyway. Right. So, but like, and then Instagram, like 2012, 13, like yeah. this is literally 10 years old. Right. Snapchat, all that stuff is like five, six years Brand old. new. TikTok, brand, brand, brand new. new. You know what I'm saying? LinkedIn is just, as long as it's been out. People are just now really tapping into its real power right, and resource. Because right, right. for a while, my LinkedIn was just just there, was just there. <laughs> but now it is a real resource. I've, I've gotten I've gotten two of my jobs from LinkedIn. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, like we have to navigate things differently mm-hmm. um, because of all of the differences and how we deal with family, even as right. men. Right. How we cultivate our families and cultivate relationships. Uh, with our wives, with our children, because the times of society demands more. It demands right. different, right? True. And it doesn't make us better. I'm not a better man than my father, right. but I'm a much different man than my right. father because I have to be that much different for the two boys that I'm raising, right? right? Um, and because I'm also more aware of right. things than right. my father wasn't aware. Right? right? I went to college. He didn't. Mm-hmm. So there are some perspectives and things. I moved way out of the state. Right. He did not, right? So there are right. some perspectives around transitions and stuff that I have that he doesn't. doesn't make me better than him. Right. It just means that I'm different in that way, and I'm able to impart that into my children, help them navigate mm-hmm. these spaces in life. And I think... That's where Abu Alida missed it. Right. When one one we I think we noted that she didn't have the opportunity to grieve, and that grossly affected how she dealt with her family. Right. But I also think that because she also did not have a gift, right? She was she was only able to dictate in a space that she didn't have real perspective from. Right. Right. And that caused so much damage. Yep. 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 Oh, that's so deep. <laughs> yeah, because it's she just you you're trying to control something that you have no no yeah. understanding of. How to use it, how to deal with it, how to even um, manage it, mm-hmm. uh, and then the, and you despise the folks that didn't have it, like you thought them as less than. And you don't have it. You don't have. You're just a gatekeeper. Right, right. That's it. You, <laughs> like that. You had the candle which was given to you, and you so you had your own little door. But the candle, there's nothing you could do with the candle. Like the candle was the gift, right? Yep. You didn't. You didn't get the gift yep. yourself. You. It wasn't. It wasn't inside you as the rest of them were. Um. So, kind of going a little further. Uh, one major part, I think, of the movie was the fact that at one, you know, the Abuelita, she was tripping. Yeah. And then Mirabel basically was like, I'm going to address this. Mm-hmm. And she did something that most black people better not ever do. Ever do. She stood toe to toe with her grandma mm-hmm. and was like, you're the problem. <laughs> <laughs> like, you're, you're the problem. It. You're yep. the problem. No one is good enough for you. She like read. She grandma, grandma for Phil. Phil. <laughs> You're the problem. Phil was so good. 
It was so good. And it was necessary. Oh, it was necessary. Necessary. It was necessary. And I think and that goes to reconciliation, but she had to address the issue head on. Yeah. Regardless of who they were. And then that's what brought about the reconciliation mm -hmm. and brought back the family bring coming together. And I think oftentimes we don't address the situations head on. Mm -hmm. We 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 subtweet, we, you know, mm. you know, send subliminal shots here and there and yep. all that kind of stuff. Yep. And, Whereas if we just address it head on, take care of it, knock it out, then that's when the family had the ability to to rebuild. Yeah. Right. As the house on the movie broke down, the family broke down to to to, to nothing. Um, Mirabelle read her grandma for filth. After she did that, they reconciled. Grandma then gave Mirabelle the whole truth about what happened. Yeah. And then But it took destruction. <laughs> It took destruction. Right. And it shouldn't have had to nah. come to that. Destruction and losing everything. And that's the unfortunate part. Right. And then, because you missed, because even with Abalita, you missed all this opportunity with your son. Mm -hmm. um, you've ostracized him in all these different ways. And like you said, he never left. So he heard the songs. Yes. He heard the chatter and the talks. And can we deal with for a fact, just go back, because we can wrap up soon. Um... Deal with the fact that she had this kind of art against Mirabelle mm. for not receiving a gift, but Mirabelle did nothing wrong. Nothing. Like, they couldn't figure out why she did it. It is still a mystery right. why she, because they never really said why the door didn't open or, you know, manifest itself. Right. But maybe. Okay, let's talk about it. Maybe their biggest beef was that Mirabelle was seeking to be the healed version of her grandmother. Because neither one of them had gifts. Right. So maybe your gift or your role in the family next is to be the steward mm -hmm. of these gifts. Yeah. To make sure the family stays together. Right. To be, you know what I'm saying? I think that's, thank you, God. I think that's maybe the revelation. Yeah. The reason why she didn't get a gift because when I believe the transition, you are now the one. Yes. Who maintains it, who makes sure the house is in order, who makes sure that the gifts that were meant to serve the community actually do that, right? right. Like, because that's what grandma was really supposed to right. do. Steward these gifts, supposed to cultivate them. Because right. even with the little boy got in his leg, she let that boy run free. Yeah. He just called, I don't want all them dang old tigers in my house. Right. Don't be running all up in through here. Right. Like, like, literally give them tools. All right, now that we have this gift, let's sit down and have a conversation. Right. About... What does this, you know, come this ability to be the noodle of Doctor Doolittle? Right. How does this benefit? <laughs> how do they, you know what I'm saying? How right. does this benefit the community? Right. You know what I'm saying? And I think maybe that was Mirabelle's spot, but you know the prophecy and everything that Bruno gave her because he wasn't cultivated right. missed that moment right. because she was supposed to be next in that space. Right. And maybe that level of authority does not need to be convoluted with such a strong gift because there's such. A powerful responsibility in that level of administration. She's right. the administer of gifts. She is. My God, what a word! What a word! What a word! So Mirabelle was the, the essentially the healed version. Yeah, of what it yeah. I think she's really supposed to have been. Because think about it, everybody had a gift except her. Right. And grandma didn't have one. So who's next with grandma? You know what right. I'm saying? Because if if the mama is healing folk all the time and she doing flowers and she being strong, who's gonna be the next? You know what yeah, I'm saying? The Who's the CEO? The right. And, it, and, <laughs> and, and interestingly, at the end of the movie, 
Mirabelle ended up being that. Like, yeah, she got the door, and she got her. You know, she got the mm-hmm. the the house. Ended up being like her gift, but yes. it was because she brought the family together. She brought the family together. Yeah, she wow. brought the family together. And I think so often if we translate that back to modern families. I think we gotta ha- like when we think about matriarch and patriarchs of the family. I think it's less about sitting in this space of regal authority, right, and more about maintaining the rich history and legacy and understanding the cultivation and the differences and the innovation of everybody who's a part right and being able to in a very responsible responsible way make sure that whatever this legacy is continues in a healed way right yeah 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 yeah, yeah. <laughs> um and you know in a way that is you know trauma and stress free as right. much as possible um that has to be somebody but oftentimes our matriarchs and patriarchs are not that they're just held in this high regard right. as they should be yeah um but really with no real responsibility of really nurturing and navigating the family to better it is just maintain, like, you know, keep the name strong. Yeah, yeah. Whatever the hell that means. Right, right. <laughs> I, think that, I think the main part of that because there's no accountability. Like, I believe that no accountability. And the only, the only time she had the accountability is when Mirabel called her out. And when that candle almost went out. Yeah. Because that would cause, now she needs to figure something out, you know? <laughs> yep. So how do we wrap this up? How do we wrap this conversation up? What do we, what do we, what we, what we leave out saying? I feel like what we, I feel like one of the biggest lessons in terms of family values and family makeup from Encanto for me was, I think it's a life principle. And Uh one of those is respect people's differences. Yep. Uh, And give, to your point, I would do number one, to your point that you made is give people grace. Mm -hmm. Um, I think three, don't be afraid of tough conversations within family, even if it's with an elder. I do, there's ways to do it. Right. Yep. Um, and sometimes you might have to just stand ten toes down and just have it, right? Well, I'm both grown. Yeah, but I, I I think those are some of the takeaways. And I think one of the biggest takeaways is that, you know, bringing, bringing it back to soul food, although Mama Joe didn't really do a good job of this, it's like we are really stronger together. Yep. So when we come together, despite our differences, despite that we might not even like each other, because Mirabelle and her sisters didn't even like each other. They do not. But they found out when she was trying to make the prophecy come to pass, where she thought that they actually had far more in common. Right. But it was that but it was their differences. One right. thought they was better than the other and all this different pressure and all this other kind of stuff. So I think, yeah, I really think, you know, as Mama Joe said, but we come together, you can strike a mighty blow. And it is true. Yep. Together we really can't do that. But it takes us being very honest with ourselves right. and um and with our past. I agree. Yeah. Yeah, I can't even really add anything else. I think that's that's perfect. Uh perfect, perfect conversation. I think it's a great movie. For those that haven't seen it, yeah. Uh please check out use your friend's password to use uh, Disney Plus. Disney Plus. And if you don't that was one of the cheap it's six ninety nine. Yeah, just go and do that. Don't 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 be don't be poor in twenty twenty. Yeah, it was six ninety. Uh, go check it out. Let us know what you think about it. Let us know if you have any other observations on the movie. We Please check us out. Uh, hit us up in the DM and email us and we will definitely talk about that. So now uh, now that we're done with this conversation in the living room. We go to what? I am my brother's keeper. I am my brother's keeper. Let's black man or black person self-care. Black person self-care. We're inclusive this year. We are. <laughs> we're, gro- we're growing. We're growing. We're growing. Woosa. All right. We are here at black person self-care. Oh, yeah. And we, this is what we talk about for those that haven't seen this or heard the show. Uh, we t- use this moment, this opportunity to kind of talk about what we're doing for self-care to mm-hmm. take care of our black bodies, mm-hmm. our black minds, our black spirits, our black hearts, uh, to just be better people. Uh, so, Josh, what what are you doing? Anything new you're doing? 
Um, so well, maybe I'll talk about that next. I'll, I'll say that particular moment next week. Okay. Um, but <laughs> but this week I think I am going to really um do some rest and recovery with my body. I joke a lot about how hard I work out and that I'm 32, 32. But it's so true. I'm 32 years old, y'all. Right. And this body just don't do the same thing that it did. And today is only Wednesday, Brian. I've worked out five times my in God. three days. My Lord. Um, and I'm I'm hurting right now. So Friday, I'm looking for a so if y'all have any like massage therapists that's like focuses on like sports massages, mm-hmm. you know, and stuff like deep tissue, send them my way. I'm looking to book somebody quite literally. Friday, right? As I had a meeting on my calendar that just got canceled, so I have some free time. Um, so that's what I'm gonna do. I'm really gonna rest my body mm-hmm. and, and invest in recovery, right? Um, because that's self care. Like, I think even beyond just working out, I think so many times, like, we don't always invest in what the actual recovery is. We talk right. about the rest, right? We do the pamper me stuff, but what does real recovery Right. Look like, and they could be very different. So I'm, I'm, I'm interested in exploring that physically, but I'm now challenging myself to figure out what that looks like, even spiritually and emotionally. Like, how do I recover? Mm, that's good. I'm a big conversation. Mm. The, the art of the recovery. Ooh, that is them. Them. Uh, we talking about ooh. definitions, getting things back. Get, and you, ooh, everything that the devil stole, God's bringing back to me. Yep. So, uh, write that down. Let me put that in my notes. Yeah, Go ahead. Art of the recovery. Um, I'm exhausted. That's probably another episode we're gonna do at some point. I am literally sleepy. I am tired. So I'm gonna have to try to find a place to get a nap in here and there. Um, I've been listening to a lot of music recently. I've actually lost weight, Joshua. Come on. I lost, I lost ten pounds. Okay. Yeah. So I'm, I got about fifteen more to go. And I'm trying to gain 15 more. Yeah, I'm trying to get down 15 uh, to my. I'll life. tell you about that new weight, that new goal. But go ahead. Yeah, I'm trying to get down 15 more. Have you been like? Have you been actively trying to lose ten pounds, or have you accidentally lost ten pounds? No, I've been actively trying. Okay. To lose so my discipline in eating, so I uh, reduced my calorie content count, 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 calorie count. Yeah. Um, been eating a little healthier in terms of not eating fast food and stuff like that. I've been okay. doing, doing smoothies and protein and stuff Go like that, and eating fruits and vegetables, drinking more water. So I'm, I'm, I'm this year I'm, I'm doing better. Go right. On. Now I just got to increase my, uh, my actual activity in terms of like going to the gym and stuff like that. But I'm losing weight. Um, and I'm trying to do be be better. Ooh, you made me think about song. Wait a minute. What? Wait a minute. You made me think about a song. <laughs> wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Hey! <laughs> but that, that ain't the one I thought about. It just made me think about. Um, okay. Uh, it's made me think about. Yeah, now this ain't safe for work. So okay. you know, this ain't fun. I know we just got to be talking about all this good stuff. Right. But we finna go ratchet real fast because this made me think about getting you know both of us working out and talking about our bodies. Okay. You know. It just made me think about this. Let me just stick in a fastboard to the group call. Yo. Uh-uh. I never fuck Wayne. I never fuck Trey. Okay, hold on, girl. So much. <laughs> That's a song. It is a song. That's a song. Okay. It's a song I wanted. Hello. Hello, y'all. Here we go. You didn't even think about Brian with your body goals and stuff. Nothing but bad bitches in here tonight. Yeah. <laughs> Oh yes, here it is. Number real niggas only. Bad bitches only. Rich niggas only. Independent bitches only. Boss niggas only. Thick bitches only. I got my niggas really by my side. Yeah. Okay. 
That's such a good song. That's a great song. Oh, um, but we're gonna be fine out here. We're gonna cut we in are. the summer. We are. And uh, I love to hear about these goals. I mean, now you know we'll be checking in. You got 15 more pounds. Yeah, I got 15 more pounds. I, I'm I'm literally I've been I'm doing I've been pretty good. I've been consistent. I've been I've been more disciplined right now than I've ever been in a long time. Okay. I've not ever been, but I have been in a long time. Yeah. Um not eating late. I've been like stop eating after seven, depending on unless I have something, because you know I'm going through some stuff right now. Yeah. Um, but you know, trying to find places and spaces, um, writing down affirmations, meditating. Come on, Mary Jane. Listen, I'm I'm doing all the things. Being Mary, being uh, 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 uh Joseph Jane. <laughs> yeah. Holistic. I'm trying to do holistic changes. Uh, creating spaces, even in my office, trying to create spaces that feel how way I want them to be, all that kind of stuff. What? what? I just had a thought. What? I thought about Mary Jane. Oh, singing. the weed. Oh, <laughs> and you know, I I don't do the ganja. Not, I don't. Not right now. I don't. I'm going to California later. I don't do the guns. Well, I just thought about we could make a, since we're making notes about future episode. Maybe we need to bring like a, a CBD expert for 420. Oh, we should. To come talk about the benefits of the marriage of one That's smart. And stuff. Mm-hmm. We should do that. That's right. That, that, that could be black, sir. That could be self care. Yes. Anyway, let's. Uh, yeah, all right. Self care. All right. Brian, did anybody, did Brian Jenkins bring us a letter this week? Uh, yeah, let's check it out. All right, um, let's go on over there and do it. Let's do it. Oh, yes, wait a minute, Mr. Bozeman. Wait, wait, hey, 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 Mr. Bozeman. All right, good people, we are here at the P.O. Box, and Rodney Jenkins has delivered his letter as always. And before we get into that, we want to let you know that you too can have your letter read aloud on the show. Quite possibly, if we decide to choose it, all you have to do is write in to ask the jigsaw. That is A S K the jigsaw at gmail.com. We will read your letter out loud. We will give you a pseudonym because we that matches with the pronouns that you give us, and we're gonna give you the best yes. non-professional therapeutic advice that you can get right here on Cicely Tyson's and Blue Ivy's internet. So, Brian, with that being said, understood and accepted. Who do we have? And what do they want? Well, we actually have a follow-up from a previous episode. Which we love a follow-up. We love, we follow love a good up. follow-up. Okay. So Anthony Mason uh, from last Anthony week. Mason. Anthony Mason. <laughs> strong black name. If y'all don't get that reference, then y'all ain't black. <laughs> <laughs> so he wrote, writes this. Um, thanks so much for last week's okay. advice. With, thanks for so much for last week with advice about my friend. We did have another conversation about we moving to L.A., and things got heated. My God. He alleged he alleged that I told him in an impersonal way that our friendship should have been more important than a group announcement. Mm. Oh, I get it. Okay. okay. Um, okay. I called BS, but apologized <laughs> and noted that this nigga is really going to miss me and just does not know how to communicate or deal with that emotion. Conversation got better, and he is helping my girlfriend plan out my going away party. Brian. Ooh. This is drifting me. I I did find a spot in Inglewood. I want to be around the blacks. I cannot wait to move, and I am grateful. I, uh, I can't wait to move, and am grateful I was able to salvage my twenty year friendship. Love y'all guys, Anthony Mason. Anthony, we appreciate you so much for writing back in and letting us know that um, everything worked out with you and your friend, and that you found you a spot in L.A. And just like we told you, yeah. Sometimes mm-hmm. you just gotta have that conversation. Have that conversation. You just gotta have it. Yep. Say what you feel, how they feel, all that kind of stuff, and then things will hopefully work themselves out. So I'm shouts out to you for that. Yeah. And shouts to you trying to be around black people in California because it's hard yes. to do. Yes. And you gotta be in. A, thank you for being an adult and responsible. 
responsible adult yep. at that. Because yep. um, 20 years was a long time. And let me just say this. Brother, since we're here, right. it is okay to miss your homie. It is. If y'all have been, if y'all been friends for 20 years, that means y'all been friends since y'all were little tight. Right. Depending on how old you are, right? Um, and it sounds like y'all are relatively young. It's okay right. to like really be like, you're going to miss him. And just say that, like, bro, like, I get the group announcement. Like, because he told you that much, but like, it's because he felt like he wanted, he probably wanted the one-on-one call for you or the dinner yeah. or the whatever it is. Right. And and to an extent, I get that. Right. right? But I, I'm glad that you communicate. But I also want this to go to the brothers who are extra hard or try to act extra hard. It's okay to really love your homie. Right. Yeah. It really is. Yeah, I, I, we miss Chris because he, he moved away. So, yeah. So, we always say, like, hey, we need to get together. We got to find places, time to go to Memphis and all that kind of stuff. So, yeah. it's, it's okay to miss people yes. that you love. If you love somebody, you should miss them if they go yes. away. Yes. Yes. Yep. All right. So, Brian, you got anything you want to get off your chest uh, as we wrap up the show? Yeah, let's do it. All right. Come on. Brian, let me talk. All right, we're here at a greater conversation where we get things off of our chest, things that may be bothering us, things that are making us upset. And uh, here we are. Uh, Josh, do you have something you want to get off your chest? Yes. I Last week, you talked about Joseph Robinette Biden. I want to talk about him again. So okay. he decided to get on Cicely Tyson's internet on Oprah Winfrey's television mm. and have a press conference to say that black people need to get back to work. Mm. Well, not black people, just people. people. <laughs> but I'm taking it personally. Yeah. Black people, me. Tell me to get back to work because he wants our downtowns thriving again. Forget your downtown. Right. We have consistently proved as a nation that we can do these jobs just as efficiently, if not more efficiently, right. from the comfort of our homes. Right. Uh, I'd be at the gym and be on Slack, be responding to meetings, be yep. writing emails, all kind of stuff in between. Like I, And even the people who are with me, I see them. Everybody coming there almost with a laptop, right? Because we are really like we ain't finna mess up our bad, but but the flexibility allows us to do so much more. I was in line getting lunch today, right? Coming over here to meet you, bro. And literally, while I'm standing in line, I'm responding to an email, right? I mean, a bullet pointed email. I'm talking about an in depth email, not just a thanks. We'll respond later. I'm talking about an in-depth. email, right? That's because I've I've I have I feel like I've come to the space of mastering right. what flexibility and what remote and virtual work looks like. Right. Now, for those who you know companies who are requiring them to go back, then that's fine. Right. But my job that I'm in now was advertised, and I was hired as a 100% remote employee. Right. I'm never going back. If right. I do go back, it'll be simply by choice. What I'm saying is, is though I don't think forcing companies to take people back is going to be the answer. Like you have to repurpose these buildings right. because Blavity. One of the media organizations I write for, they completely shut down their in-person offices. They sold it, bro. Right. They're, a, they're a completely virtual company now. Right. So what does that mean for that space? It's in California. It's in, I think, outskirts of LA, like suburbs of LA. Right. I'm pretty sure it's going to be, you know, with, with, with all the stuff that happens in California, somebody's going to get it. It's going to be some type of entertainment something or maybe right. some converted into apartments or lofts or whatever. Right, right. Like that's the same thing that can happen to these downtowns. They can still bu- like for for example, Atlanta will be one of the ones because Atlanta's downtown is very corporate. Right. Um, you got to start moving toward Midtown Bookhead to start getting into some um, nightlife because Midtown is where it kind of mixes. Right. It's like some buildings but it's like nightlife and you know condos and stuff but downtown Atlanta is very corporate versus a Memphis you got corporations but it is an entertainment district. You got the right. South Main Arts District. You got North Main. You got Bill Street, right? right? You got the freaking FedEx Forum that's like, not just like, not like Mercedes Benz and State Farm that's downtown. FedEx Forum is like 
downtown. It's off. It's like part of it sits on Bill Street. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So like everybody's downtown is different. But what I'm saying is that maybe some of these downtowns need to shift into a more entertainment focus because businesses are are shutting their doors or are um, what's the word? creating smaller footprints because it's right. just not necessary. No. It's not ne- unless unless I am having a service based type job. Right. I don't necessarily need to be in the office. No. You know what I'm saying? I think it's okay for us to come together culturally right. every now and then, but it should not be 100 percent requirement. So Joe, like you sure. gotta win with the anti-lynching bill, bro. But that is it is short lived yeah. because you always saying some stuff. You ain't got no business saying and putting your no. Like one thing that black families are good about is mind your business. Right. Stay up out of hours. Right. Right. And you the ain't he the same senator that did most of his work from Delaware? Yes. Was rarely in Washington. Yep. Come, like bro. Like shut up. Let's not do this. Yeah. Let's not do. This. That's all I got. Uh. Yeah. So. Yeah, perfect on that. Let's give a shout out to um, Ryan Coogler. Oh, um, yeah. We didn't talk oh, about. We didn't talk about. Oh God! Oh God! Oh God! Basically, got detained in Atlanta. Atlanta, really? Come on. Apparently, what the story says is that he, he was off West, West East Faces Fair. West Faces Fair. Oh, okay. Very white. Okay. <laughs> so since they said that he was at a bank and he wanted to get some cash out, and on the letter he wrote like, "Hey, I want to get twelve thousand dollars out. Like, just be discreet about it. Nothing major, you know." And apparently before the person went through their protocols in terms of like asking for like debit cards or account information or anything like that, they immediately thought that he was he was stealing or trying to rob the bank. And one of the things that they said was he came in there with a mask on and glasses and, you know, he asked for this money and wanted to be and wanted to be discreet. And I'm like, okay, so that's that's normal. It's it's like is it COVID? It's, it's but sunny. also, you're Ryan Coogler, and you don't want to necessarily be, you don't want your celebrity status popping up at a bank of all places. No, right, right. <laughs> right. Um, so it's just you know, somebody was like, oh, you know, the article said, "Hello, the teller was black," all that kind of stuff. And I was like, and so I was like, just because a person is of color doesn't necessarily mean that there's people of color who are yes. acting out white supremacy or things of that nature, or sure. you know, and again, it's not your bank. It's not your money, right? You know what I mean. Like you're not what is it, Frankie from uh uh? What, uh call not Frankie. Uh, from, <laughs> set it off. What was the character? Vivica Fox character at the back? I think that's. I think that's her. Yeah, that like, it's not sure. your money. Like God rest her soul. Um, but yeah, like <laughs> <laughs> Frankie. Go ahead. But um, basically, yeah, you know, uh, shouts out to Ryan Coogler, man. That was a little annoying. Um, you could have just gone through the protocol. Give me your debit card. Put it in a little machine. Yep. Let me see your ID. Let me see your ID. And then, but you automatically you assume that this black man was trying to like yeah. rob the bank. And if he and if you have special protocols over a certain threshold, then go through that too. Right. You know what I'm saying? But right. take him to the back, take him to the whatever. And but yeah, you call the police and- immediately. So him he got detained, and the people that were in the car with him got detained. So it was all foolishness. But uh shout out to Ron Coogler. And I, hopefully this does not, you know, y'all y'all are affecting our Black Panther movie coming out, so stop yes. it. Yes. Because he could have been getting $12,000 out to, I don't know, feed the folk on set or something. something. Who, who knows? Who knows? We need this movie to come out, though. Anyway, with that being said, understood. Next episode, this has been another episode of the G-Talk Wonderful Podcast. Episode. Brian, it is really good to be sitting right next to you, brother. We're live. To be live. Live and direct. We're live and direct. On location. This face, 
belongs on the tube. Uh, but we want to thank y'all for real um, for always rocking with us, for always supporting us. We are reaching our two year milestone. Cannot believe it. We still have not properly celebrated having over now over twenty thousand downloads. Yep. We're gonna find a way to celebrate that and to give y'all great content. I think we're gonna have something really. Soon to celebrate yep. together. Yep. Um, so maybe we'll put that all together into one big thing. Uh, but again, thank you, thank you, thank you for all your support. And Brian, let them know how they can keep in contact. Yeah, please, please, please continue to follow, subscribe, look, and listen to everything that we have going out there right now. Check out our website, The Jigsaw Podcast. Follow us on social media, um, The Jigsaw Podcast. I am Josh Rogers. I am yeah. Brian Hare. Uh, make sure you go into any uh, pop any plot pop, pop any podcast platform. There it is. We'll be there. Yeah, right. We're on every platform. We are there. Um, hopefully, we can get a YouTube page sometime soon. Get that money from from uh, Google. Yeah. <laughs> that's a lot of pressure to be on YouTube every week, though. Right, a lot of pressure. My God. Um, if you if you know anybody can edit videos really quickly, let us know. Yeah, that will you know video engineer, video engineer who's willing to be an intern and right, grow intern, with us and grow with us, right? And who can get these videos edited for us and audio engineer, audio somebody engineer. who can do that because I'm tired. Right, we would love to do that. We appreciate you. Thank you for the support. Um, and before we head out, Josh, you said look and listen. It made me think of um, look and live, my brother live oh. to Jesus. Now I live. <clears throat> I just sing that. It's recorded Mm-mm. in His Word. Oh, hallelujah! It's in His Word. Hallelujah! And it's only if you look at live. I'm gonna send you that. That's send a good old number. Yeah, I don't know that. Woo, <laughs> bro! You looking at me like I got two hands? I don't know that. God, look at me. I ain't going to say what I'm what I about to say because I don't know who this is by again. Uh, but uh, <laughs> as, as we wrap it up, we're going to wrap up like you know, I don't think I've done it in a while. Um, all you can do is what you can, while you can, in the very best ways that you can. But yep. all of your doing, please do not get caught up with your work undone. That is a wrap. Talk to y'all next week. See y'all.